Here in the Tigers Avenue. Welcome in tonight. I already see you guys hopping in here. Look, guys, uh, Zach has been struggling with some internet problems. Um, I'm going to go ahead and switch here, see if we can get him back here in a minute. Um, that's why we didn't have a show Friday night. Um, internet problems, uh, I mean, was out completely. I, I think he just dropped out completely. Yep, he just gone, just like that. He was just in here, and it was working fine. Now it's gone again. Hopefully we can get him in here a little bit um, and get his opinion on this past weekend and and uh, looking forward to Hoover. Man, y'all guys are already in here. Let's see. What up, Robert? Man, you, you've been faithful to the show. Appreciate you joining in. Doing good tonight. Doing good. Looks like Ryan's doing good tonight as well. Appreciate you hopping in. Tyler Townsend, always in here. Supporting TA. Appreciate you guys. Oh, look here, Robert, with the birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday to you, Robert. I hope it's a good one. And you're absolutely right, man. Look, you, you don't have to worry about LSU being one and done uh, in the SEC tournament tomorrow. You got you a bye, and you don't have to worry about that by by any means, by any means. Um, you got a, a bye in this tournament. It was Man, really is what you want in the SEC tournament. Be a top four seed. Um and really, that's uh, in terms of like draw, like from one seed to four. I don't know if it really makes much difference. Um, the SEC is really good, and any team can get hot, and any team can beat any team in any day. That's how the SEC tournament goes. So be a top four seed and get a bye. And I'll talk about uh, LSU's draw in the SEC tournament. Uh, I think it's a pretty favorable one um, uh, for the Tigers to be a three seed. And to get South Carolina and Georgia, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about the draw we got. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, and, and I'll get to that comment uh, about SC or Georgia. Um, so, and uh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Hopefully we can get Zach in here too. I, I'm, I'm wanting to hear his thoughts on this past weekend uh, compared to the last two weekends. So, guys, we'll recap uh, this past weekend. Uh, we'll look ahead to the SEC tournament. Uh, we'll talk a little, you know, we're going to start talking, you know, predictions for the postseason uh, as well, kind of looking at seeding um, and how it's all going to play out. Man, postseason baseball is here. Really looking forward to it. Ryan says, Pastor Reagan, yes, sir. Pastor Reagan indeed is here, ready to talk about some LSU baseball. I'm really pumped. I, I really am. Uh, about how this uh, is playing out with Hoover uh, in this postseason. Um, so before we get into all that, though, let me talk real quick. Oh, well, not real quick, but we'll, let's let's recap this past weekend. So um, I, I think that Athens Foley Field has got to be the worst park in the SEC. I, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, give me your thoughts or or throw in the comments what you think is the worst park. I know there's some short parks in the SEC, like Tennessee, man, it's really short. But what in the heck is going on with the foul poles in Foley Field? Why are we going in right field from 370 in the power alleys to freaking 314 to the foul pole? I, I mean – atrocious and look georgia benefit from it a few times we benefited from it a few times it's the most 
disproportionate I think I've ever seen. And it's 350 to the left field foul pole. Just like crazy weird. I, I mean, I I, I want to see an overhead view of Foley. I bet you I can Google that and find it. I want to see how lopsided that right side looks like from the overhead view because you go from 370 to 314. I mean, just stupid. Like, who does that? Who, who, what architect designed that? And who at Georgia okayed that? Like, it makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. I mean, if Am I I'm in here, Georgia, Reagan, you are in here and I can hear you. If I'm Scott okay, Strickland, I will see how long it lasts. Yeah. If I'm Scott Strickland, I'm recruiting left handed hitters like freaking crazy. I mean, you got that advantage in that park. You might as well take, I mean, take advantage of it. I'm recruiting left-handed hitters all day long if I'm Scott Strickland. Anyway, Zach, while you're in here and you're rocking and rolling, can you hear me? Let's confirm that. Oh, boy. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, for now. Give me your thoughts on this past weekend really quickly and go. Excited. Um, I'm happy that they bounced back and won the series on the road. Um, it's it's really tough to be on the road in TC and win and LSU that I understand we it wasn't the exact result that we wanted. Obviously, everybody was sweet, and uh, obviously everybody wanted uh to win the you know regular season title for the SEC conference, but isn't what happened I right now it's what has been going on with pitching staff. And, you know, considering what happened the last two weekends um, facing at, at Auburn and losing at home to State, I'm going to take it. I'm happy with it. Um, I don't know if you've mentioned this already, Reagan, but uh, if you have, great. If not, and I'll let you talk more about this, but the draw kind of helped LSU a little bit, um, you know, because uh, it seems like the other teams are going to have to face teams that are – that were – Early on in the SEC uh, play, were were not great, and therefore led to the results, uh, the record they have now. Yeah. But they have caught fire recently. Auburn and Alabama, they're really, really good right now, but they have a worse seating uh, because of their early conference play. Whereas yeah. you have SU, um, who's going to be faced up against Carolina, just kind of skidding a little bit, and, a, and an opponent just two out of three, and that you're very familiar with. So, you know, it's, I mean, obviously, you know, Arkansas is on the other side of the bracket for, with us. Um, so we, we may have a clean course with Arkansas. We'll see what happens. But, and that's going to be, a, you know, obviously a very tough, tough game. But if, if you're able to throw Paul Skeens, if you throw Paul Skeens game two against Arkansas, I really like LSU's chances because the last time LSU faced Arkansas with Skeens, the offense didn't do anything. And you know, skeins shoved, and I, I, I LSU be able to win one um, you know, with skeins amount. You did with skeins against Arkansas last time. Uh, do you get them this time? I would love to see it. So uh, overall, yeah. great weekend. I know it was disappointing to a lot of people uh, losing Saturday, but as we have said all year long, win the series, and that's exactly what it did. It was a great bounce back. I thought pitching was phenomenal. Um, outside of Christian Little and the really rough outing he had again. Um, I was very confused as to why Jay put Christian Little in there when you had plenty of other options. You could have put Cooper in. You could have put Money in. You could have put Herring in. Like There was a lot of other guys you could have gone to in that spot. Uh, you didn't even, I don't you really didn't know pitch Ackenhausen the whole weekend. You didn't pitch Ackenhausen at all this weekend. Like there was a lot of other guys you could have gone to, uh, and LSU was within within range, uh, only down two points, uh, two runs at that point. So that really confused me. Outside outside of you know Christian Little and 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 just you know a little bit here and there, I thought the pitching had a really good bounce back weekend, and the offense let you down. It was really the offense and the defense that let you down on Saturday, um, and then the ending by Christian Little. Outside of that, I, I really liked how the pitching performances went. I thought Thatch Hurd was phenomenal on Thursday night. Yes, he gave up the lead. I understand it's frustrating. I understand you want to win that in the ninth. Um, he came in. He gave up the two home runs. It is what it is. But after he settled down and was nails, um, he Absolutely. has proven to be the best 
at the back end of the bullpen. He has proven that he right now uh, at this moment is your best option to close out a game. Um, and I, I really like that. So I'm interested to see how that goes moving forward. Um, but I'm, I'm really interested also in seeing how this SEC tournament is going to play out and how LSU pitches with uh, so few arms. Yeah, so um, I got to agree. Friday night was, you know, a, a great game. I, I mean, you went 12 innings. You didn't want it to go 12 innings, but it did. Um, and to see Thatcher Hurd bounce back the way he did and put up three straight zeros was really incredible. So you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, on that, Zach. Um, <coughs> I really like what I saw from um, Gavin Gidry. Um, I mean, he he was really solid in closing the game out in game two. Um, did, did someone come in between uh, Floyd and Gidry? I'm trying – I'm drawing a blank. I feel like they did. Cooper did, right? It was Yeah, Cooper faced one guy. In, in both games he came in, he faced one batter and then was pulled. So it was Floyd and then Cooper and then one batter later it was Gidry and he closed the game out. Uh, and Gidry put up a great performance. Um, so really encouraging from a bullpen standpoint. I, I think you have guys you can trust um, that you can go to. Hurd, Gidry, Herring, uh, Cooper, Ackenhausen. Uh, though Cooper and and Ackenhausen have have kind of struggled a little bit, I think there's times when they can really give you some solid outings. I mean, Cooper closed the game out against Mississippi yeah. State. Was it Mississippi State last? I'm trying to remember. Oh, he closed the game out in the game we blew. He was the only arm that came out of the bullpen that could put up outs consistently yeah. when we lost Sunday game. Um, so I. I mean, you have guys you can trust. You know, I think you just had two really bad weekends from the bullpen, and um, you're going to you're going to have that in baseball. I think what we saw this weekend is what your bullpen can really be, and I think it'd be even better. What what continues to really really be encouraging, Zach, is Ty Floyd has continued to be consistent, consistently good. Um, he gave up four runs, but I mean, I mean, let's be honest. He gave up the one home run uh, in, in the first inning, and then didn't give up hardly anything. I mean, hardly anything at all until that other two run homer near the end of his start gives you seven innings. You know, and, and I mean, it, it's almost like what he did last year, where you know when he got into the start of the season, it wasn't his best towards the end of the year, he was your guy. And, and, of course, you have Paul Skeens this year, so obviously, I mean, he's the dude. But Ty Floyd is a yeah. really becoming a really solid second option, and that's going to be really important in terms of postseason play moving forward here. Um, so the consistency from Floyd has been really encouraging um, to see. He's beginning to land his breaking ball a lot more um, his fastball, um, you know, can ride up to, I mean, 97 sometimes. So I really like what I've been seeing from Floyd lately um, and his ability to just go up there and eat up innings. And, and and you don't have to rely so much on your bullpen. Um, I mean, you look to some of those games, I mean, like Auburn and, and State, he gave you a great outing against State, and your bullpen blew it. But against Auburn, he struggled a little bit. And in that fourth inning situation, really totally threw him off. And now you got to give four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, so six innings essentially to your bullpen. And, and I just don't think you can do that uh, with, with the way our bullpen has played out and the injuries that we have. So the consistency of Ty Floyd – has been really encouraging um, moving into postseason. I think this is the kind of weekend you needed. Um, the whole Christian Little thing, look, this is now three times in a row that Little has just gone out there and, I, I mean, just struggled mightily. 
Um, I get why Jay went to him again, right? Um, and, and here's why. You know, we all, I mean, it really frustrated me that he went to him and then the same thing happened again. The reality is, though, is Jay is trying to get him in there and see if he can be someone he can trust. Can he bounce back? This is now three times in a row, and I think you're you're now going to see Jay really hold back from using Little. Like, I don't think you're going to see him in, in crucial spots, like, at all. Like, you're not going to see him in crucial spots. You're just not. Um, I think that's why he's put in there. You you have the series win against Georgia. You've secured your spot in the top four seed. You're getting the buy in Hoover. You've secured yourself as a national seed. Now you're trying to figure out in your bullpen, okay, who can I trust? <coughs> can this guy have a bounce back from when he was struggling? And he goes out there and he struggles again. So I think I would way rather him put Little out there and say, okay, let's see what he's going to do. Then him do that in like a regional or a super regional. Does that make sense? Um, you don't have to win. You don't absolutely have to win that Saturday game. So let's put him out there and see what he does. He struggled a bit bad again. So you've kind of learned, okay, right now I can't trust him. And you're heading into postseason. Uh, so I think that's kind of why he did that. And, and as much as it was frustrating, I think now outside of the game, I see and understand that. I'm like, okay, I would way rather him do that there against Georgia when you have the series one than it happen in Hoover or in postseason play. Um, and, and I think that's maybe kind of his reasoning behind that. Um, man, you're – I'm trying to think about – it was encouraging to continue to see Travinsky play great. I, I mean, Travinsky has been a spark to this team as of late. And, man, <coughs> maybe the story of the weekend was Josh Pearson, who finally kind of broke loose with a homer. I mean, guys, last year he, was a, he became a staple in the lineup in postseason play, and he had like eight or nine home runs on the season. Uh, batted over 300 in SEC play. Um, I mean, and, and we're kind of looking for, you know, you're kind of looking for like, okay, where was Josh, that Josh Pearson at? And it's kind of been that way since the fall. Uh, Josh didn't, hasn't been starting a lot because, man, he really struggled in the fall and he struggled into this season. Like it's carried on. But, man, he finally seems like he's found himself a little bit. This weekend when he – I mean, he got multiple hits, got the home run. I mean, huge home run uh, to give you the lead in extra innings on Friday night. Jordan Thompson comes behind him and gives you one more extra. I mean, it was huge. It was massive, and and it was a great spark. And so that's another guy you can put on the list of guys you trust that you can put in this lineup. Um, man, this lineup is deep. You you don't have nine guys. you got about 12 guys maybe 13 guys that you can put in this lineup on any given day. Um, it, it's really awesome seeing that right here before we're heading into postseason uh, play. So um, pretty excited about that um, with for Josh Pearson's sake. Um, seeing him struggle so much this year, I, I was excited to see him finally get that pop. I, I mean, there was times when Jay would – pull somebody late in the game and put Josh Pearson in or give Josh Pearson a start. And I'm like, man, Josh, if you can just put one over the fence, maybe you can get going. And it's like, man, he just couldn't break through. And he finally puts that one over the fence. And then the next day has, I think he had uh, two or three hits. Um, so I, just to kind of inform you guys, uh, it's going to be me. It's going to be me for the rest of the show. Zach, Zach's internet's just going to keep cutting in and out. So, Y'all got me tonight, so we'll roll on forward. <clears throat> but, man, this weekend, I think overall was what you needed um, to learn a few things, to see a few things. Uh, <laughs> Doug's, uh, Doug knows says uh, Little's getting a pink slip after this season. 
we'll see what happens. I mean, man, it's been tough. It's so crazy to see this happen to Christian Little. Man, when he was going to Vanderbilt, like it was a huge get for Vanderbilt. I mean, one of the most decorated high school pitchers in a long time in Christian Little. And, and I mean, he was a massive recruit, huge. Um, and, and I just don't know what's happened. I, I I don't know if you know the the game hasn't translated from high school to college for him, but. It just isn't there for him, and and it has continued to struggle. I, I sure hate it for him. I, I really do. Um, I was hoping on Saturday he could get back going, um, but you know it is what it is. I mean that that's all you can chalk it up to. He he's just had several rough outings, and I mean you just can't trust him right now. I, I hate to say that, but you can't, um, especially in tight situations or. or you're, you have a, another guy struggling. You got to go to the bullpen. Little's not going to be that guy. Um, and it really stinks because coming into the season, you know, coming into the season, you were excited about getting him. But, man, he cannot – it seems like he just can't put it over the plate. I mean, we had bases loaded, and he throws four straight balls. It's just – that can't happen. I mean, you just can't do that. It's inexcusable. Um, I mean, 3-0, surely bases loaded 3-0. You've got a fastball down the heart of the plate. That's the call. And he couldn't place it. Um, Ryan says he thinks it's mental. I, I mean, it could be. I mean, look, it, <sighs> You can get into your head after back to back to back, um, you know, terrible outings and and just down yourself and doubt yourself. And man, you 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 could be right, Ryan. It could be a total mental thing, and he's just off. Um, I think the talent is there. I, I think he has the arm ability, but man, I don't know. Work with him this off season. You you have you brought him in as a transfer. Maybe now this offseason you'll have a whole offseason. Uh, he, maybe he'll go pitch in some summer ball leagues. Maybe he'll go up to Cape Cod, come back, work with the West Johnson, see what he does in the fall. I, I mean, I don't know. I But it's just really dumbfounding to see what has happened with Christian Little. It really is surprising. Um Tyler Townsend, I'm back to comment. Evening, Ryan. Good to see you back in here, Tyler. Welcome back in. Um, so, that I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on the weekend. Um, man, you hit a lot of home runs. Uh, Friday night, I think that's all you scored off of, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, you scored eight runs first two games and five in the, in the, in the third. Um, uh, Tommy White, although he struggled Friday night, uh, which is really encouraging, by the way, because – Cruz and Tommy kind of had off nights on Friday, and you still were able to win that game, which goes to show you how talented this game. Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to point out. Y'all, Jordan Thompson had a weekend defensively. Look, he he committed, I think, what, like two errors? But holy smokes, defensively, he made some incredible plays incredible uh i mean that one play in extra innings where he dove out stood up i mean he threw a frozen rope to trey morgan at first i mean just a wicked play um man that is really encouraging to see from him this weekend i i mean that is the jordan thompson uh that we have come to love we that is the Jordan Thompson that we know he can be. Um, man, Ryan Terrio uh has been knocking on that door since the day Jordan Thompson got on campus. That this dude's a big leaguer, and man, he made some big league plays this weekend. I mean, he made two or three plays, uh, I mean, five, six feet out of the grass off the dirt, and I, I mean, delivered some darts of, of throws. Um, Really, really pleased um, 
really pleased with with what I've seen from him lately defensively. I, I mean, holy smokes. I, I I could watch the replay of him diving out and standing up and throwing that laser to Trey over and over. I could watch that highlight over and over again. I mean, was awesome. Doug, that one he threw from shallow left was an MLB throw without question. No question. Uh, Tyler says, either start little Wednesday morning or he doesn't pitch again unless it's a run rule game. Man, I don't know. Man, I I don't know how you give him the ball on Wednesday, Tyler. I, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, be argumentative or anything, but, man, that's three straight, man. That's three straight. I, I don't know. It, it <clears throat> let's kind of transition here. Um, since y'all want to talk about that a little bit, I mean, I see some of the Hoover comments and postseason comments. Let's kind of transition here uh, from this weekend, and we'll start talking about SEC tournament. Uh, let me get to a few more comments, uh, and then we'll hit a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss Hoover and kind of what we're we're seeing uh, for the postseason and and kind of moving forward. Let's see. Doug's talking about Little. He says he struts in with confidence, then completely melts Wicked Witch style. Golly. Uh, Ryan says home runs aren't going to win an Addy. Hoover uh, and TR are huge parts, no doubt. I mean, um, Hoover plays like a big league park. I mean, it, it's a long park. Um, Ryan says some say JT is not true. Look, for those of you who say – that JT isn't a true shortstop. I don't know what else he has to do to prove you, uh, to prove to you that he can play it. Um, look, what is so frustrating sometimes about fans is, and it's happened with Jordan Thompson after last season when he really struggled, you cling to a narrative, and you never let anything else contrary to that narrative proved to you that the opposite is true. And last year when Jordan Thompson struggled, number one, he was injured and nobody knew about it, battled with the injury all season long, hurt himself like three weeks before the season and battled it out and played the whole season. Number two, when you make that many errors, just like we were talking about with Little, Man, mentally, it gets in your head. It gets in your head. But all along, really, Jordan Thompson that we've been seeing lately was always there. The guy who made that play the other night, diving out and throwing a frozen rope, that's what Jordan Thompson is. And he does it time and time again. And those people who cling to a narrative that he's not a good shortstop, he's not that great, he can't make the routine plays, like they, any one single error happens, any one single error happens, and they say, oh, look, he can't make the routine plays, to verify themselves and justify themselves for that narrative. And they won't let plays like he makes all the time speak for themselves. Guys, he's had like a, he's had 150 plus tries this entire season, and he's only committed I think nine errors. It may be 11 now after this past weekend. But let's I mean let's talk ratio wise 150 to like 10. That's really freaking good, and that means he makes a lot of freaking routine plays. If he's 150 and he's only made 11 errors, guys, he's making a lot of freaking routine plays. And not only, not only is he making routine plays, he's freaking making plays like he did the other night. He is an incredible player, an incredible arm talent, and shoot, man, test him out on the bullpen. Jeez, Louise, he's got the, you know, if Paul Skeens wasn't here, he'd have the best arm on the team, without question. Like, without question, he's got the best arm on the team if Paul Skeens isn't on this team. With Paul Skeens, obviously, he's the best. But, geez, Louise. 
Um, I don't know what else Jordan Thompson has to do to prove to you that he's a great shortstop. I'm not saying any of y'all are those people, but I see them. Like, I see the the, the Jordan Thompson hate, and it's got to stop. It, Robert, absolutely. And he's hitting for power. He's hit 11 home runs this season. I mean, he's had a great season. And just pe people want to look to last year and, and dog on him. I, I mean, geez, Louise. Tyler, you're, you're thinking on Little is I'd rather him tank in Hoover than a regional that could send you home. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, Tyler, and, and I'm, I'm totally down with that. Um, if you're going to pitch him at all, at all in Hoover, it's Wednesday. <laughs> no other time. Um, that's for sure. So, I mean, I get your, your thought process, but I, I don't know if – I know you said you kind of made your way back into the show and maybe you missed this, but I was saying, man, he gave you two shots or, excuse me, he had two outings in a row that were really bad, and I think Jay puts him in that Saturday game against Georgia to say, okay, he's had really two bad starts. We've already won this series. We've already won this series, and, you know, if we lose this game, it's not really going to affect us, you know, long-term. I mean, it's not a huge loss. So let's go out there and see if he can bounce back, and he doesn't. And so I think his his like moment to say, okay, is he going to crack now was Saturday, and the bases got loaded, and he couldn't put a single pitch across the plate. And for me, that was when Jay was like, okay, I know I really can't trust this guy right now. So we'll see. I, I mean, if he starts him Wednesday – I'm not too upset about it because I'd rather him just be like, okay, let's throw him out there, see what he does. Okay, he ain't doing it. Let's get him out. Um, I think Jay is done with him uh, uh, for now. I think he's on the shelf. Um, but – oh, and I see you're saying that now. I think Jay is done with him in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, it, it little is rough right now. All right, I know I said I was about to take a break, and we got into another conversation. I got to ranting about uh, Jordan Thompson is what it was. Let's hit a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll start discussing uh, the SEC tournament here uh, briefly. So we'll do that right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, right back at it here in the Tigers Avenue. Start t discussing uh, this coming tournament, SEC tournament here in Hoover. Um, let's see. Let's Tyler, he's done better as a starter. He can't come in a bad situation with runners on. I, I agree. I mean, something about that, I think, with our pitchers, like tell me if y'all have noticed this or not. When our pitchers have to pitch from the stretch, they all tend to struggle a little bit more. Even and I will even include Paul Skeens in this. Our pitchers across the board, when they have to pitch from the stretch, seem to struggle a lot more, a lot more than when they have runners on the base. I mean, maybe this is something Wes Johnson, you know, needs to teach uh, better. Maybe it's something they need to focus on. Man, like, like I mean, let's. I mean, I'm not by no means going to knock Paul Skeens, but. Paul Skeens, you know, he, he gets one guy on, and then they end up or, uh, uh, having three hits in a row against him. Um, so, man, maybe something with pitching out of the stretch is a problem for him mechanically. Um, so maybe maybe it's better for when he starts and nobody's on and he can settle in. Um, so let's talk about Hoover. Hoover is going to be really interesting. Obviously, we've already been talking about this a little bit. Who do they pitch Wednesday? How do they handle Wednesday? Um, because you're going to want to give Paul Skeens full week's rest. He pitched Thursday. He's going to pitch Thursday again uh, in this tournament. He's not going to pitch Wednesday. 
Um, I think we're going to see somewhat of a midweek uh, approach um, to game one on Wednesday morning. Um, some of us, I mean, you know, we've been talking about little a little bit. I, I personally do not think it's going to be little. Uh, I think we're going to see like Blake Money. Uh, I The reason I think we're going to see Blake Money um, is because, number one, Little has been struggling so hard uh, or, or so bad uh, lately. Number two, you know, maybe Thatcher Hurd, but number two with Thatcher Hurd, I think that what he showed you, what he showed you and what he can do in the back of the bullpen is really valuable uh, to close out a tight game. So maybe you hold on to him to close a game out you know, maybe against a potential game against Arkansas. Um, so I don't want to burn Hurd on a Wednesday start if you can use him to close out a game against Arkansas. Um, so maybe you go to Herring, or maybe you go to Money, and then maybe you go to – or maybe Herring. I mean, outside of Money, Hurd, what are some guys y'all want to see um, – coming out of I mean maybe to get this start I'm trying to think of some arms I see Tyler is is mentioning herring um I mean here's the thing though if you if you use herd and herring uh you're potentially burning some really good arms for your bullpen later on I, I just I I think it needs to be money and maybe money can get you four innings uh three, four innings, and then you piece it together the rest of the way is really, I think, the approach you need to take is I don't want to burn Herd and I don't want to burn Herring um, when you can really trust and use them later on in the bullpen in a more crucial game. Um, Ryan said maybe Dutton. Maybe you could go to Dutton. I, I don't know. I, I mean, he did get a few starts last season in the third uh, on the – on Sunday, he was kind of your Sunday guy for a while there, so he does have some starting experience. Um, Jay's not going to let us know though till till Wednesday. Uh, he's kind of clarified that today that you know we're not going to find out who it's going to be till this Wednesday. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he handles this. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, it's going to be money, and here's why: number one, I don't think money is a crucial bullpen guy like Herring, like Hurd, like Gidry. I think money has finally begun to find a little bit of confidence and stride. Um, and I think he can give you th at least three innings. Um, and then maybe you can go to Cooper who, you know, after money, you go to Cooper because Cooper just seems like he has a rubber arm and can just pitch for you at any time. Um, and, and, you know, with the next day you go Skeens and then Gidry, Skeens or Herring. Um, oh, Ryan said, did you catch my, tell me TA, let me go up and see it before I miss it. Okay. I got it here. I'm gonna start it so we can get to it. Um, so I don't know. I, I think the best option is to go with money. Uh, because you're not you're not going to burn a crucial guy out of the bullpen, and then you get guys who can kind of piece the, the the rest of that game together. You know, Cooper, Dutton, Bryce Collins. Um, you know, I, I think those guys can complete that game. Um, in terms of winning that game, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but I mean. We'll see in terms of if those guys can piece it together and win that game. I mean, you know, the trust I have in going Money, Cooper, Dutton, Collins, you know, that, that that's kind of shaky. So I think that's – I mean, that's why you kind of go to a, those guys on a first game when maybe you're playing Georgia or South Carolina. Um, but I, if I had to guess, I think it's going to be Money. Um, that would just be my – educated guests based on what I saw this weekend. I, some guys stepped up to that Jay could really trust. So I definitely don't think you burn those arms against, you know, your day two opponent. You know, they're playing, they played yesterday and they're playing you again. Here's the reality. Let, let me get to this comment now. Now that uh 
we're talking about this. I want to bring this up. Uh, Ryan asked, great question, by the way, Ryan. Great question. Uh, who would you rather play in the SEC tournament, UGA or South Carolina? Um, <coughs> in all reality, in all reality, I don't care. <laughs> I think both of them, you have a great advantage on. Uh, here's why I would say I want to play South Carolina. I want to play South Carolina because I want to bury the hatchet. <laughs> That's why I want to play South Carolina. You went and you you went one of one in Columbia. I want us to close that game out. I want us to go win that second game and close the door on that series. That's why I want to play South Carolina. But in terms of, like, what's the better matchup? Look, Georgia has no true number one. You just played them and beat them two out of three. You're going to have advantage over them. No question. South Carolina really only has one true starter in Will Sanders. And you're you're definitely going to use Will Sanders day one because it's win or go home. So you're going to pitch your best to ensure that you can stay in the tournament and win some more games. Now, maybe South Carolina doesn't go with Will Sanders and holds them off for a potential game against LSU. But realize, I mean, the fact that you're single elimination, maybe they burn their their you ace to ensure that they stay in the tournament. And now South Carolina's burned their ace, and they have to go pitch against Paul, or, or, or they have to go pitch against LSU, who is going to piece it together, and you're kind of going to have to piece it together. And game two against South Carolina, LSU won that game. Um, I like our chances either way. Uh, if I had to, you know, my choice, I'm picking South Carolina because I want to win that game. I have no beef with with Georgia. We won that series. Um, we won that series, and I'm moving on from Georgia. You know, in turn, like unless we have to play them, obviously, then we'll address it. But I want to play South Carolina because the season, the series is even, and I want to bury that hatchet. And so, if who do I want to play? I want to play South Carolina selfishly, matchup wise. Matchup wise, you want to play Georgia, right? Um, but in all reality, I don't know if it's that big of a difference. South Carolina's a better team. Like, I mean, I'll just say that South Carolina's a better team, but pitching wise, uh, and I still like our chances against South Carolina. Ryan says, Isn't South Carolina guaranteed a top six? No, no. South Carolina, as of as of today, is not even hosting a regional. Um, they were a two seed. They've lost their several series in a row now. Um, they're on a bit of a skid. Um, South Carolina, as of right now, isn't even a top 16 seed. Um, so, and, and let me talk about that a little bit. I This is, this is why maybe winning the SEC championship regular season benefits you. Because I think LSU gets the best draw in Hoover. In terms of the four teams that got a bye, LSU really got the best draw. Florida, the number one seed, I, I think got a really crappy draw. And probably the worst draw of the four seeds, which is crazy to see, say because, because – um, they're the number one seed. They deserve to, they've earned their their spot to have the easiest opponents in terms of who they're playing. But really, I think they got the hardest. They draw Kentucky and Alabama. Guys, since Brad Bohannon got fired at Alabama, Bama's been hot. And Bama is now projected, as of today, to host a regional. And Florida and Kentucky is in contention for a top eight national seed. So Florida, as the one seed in Hoover, draws two teams that are very well going to host if they close, if they play, which I don't even know if the SEC tournament really matters for them in terms of their hosting. But man, that's two teams that are probably going to host. 
Um, Vanderbilt draws Missouri and Auburn at the four seed. Missouri is if they get Missouri, obviously that's a huge benefit. I mean, that's they're the they're the twelve seed and the last team in the tournament in the uh, SEC tournament. If they get Missouri out of that game, Vanderbilt will love that. But if they draw Auburn, I'm pretty irritated as a Vandy fan because Auburn is hot as well. Auburn has won their last several series and has placed themselves in a host regional conversation. I don't think they host, but they've at least put themselves in the conversation. And they're hot. And, of course, Arkansas draws A&M and Tennessee. Tennessee's been very hot lately. I mean, stupid hot lately. So LSU with Georgia, who we just beat two out of three, and South Carolina, who has been skidding the last several weeks, I think got the best draw at the third seed in Hoover. And and, and so for me personally, I am super pumped that we got the third seed. Because if we were the one seed, I'd be pretty irritated to draw Alabama and and, and freaking Kentucky. I mean, that's a terrible draw as a one seed. Um, It's just the way it played out this year. Some teams that – Zach was saying this in his brief conversation that he was able to stay in here. Some teams that that started slow have been really hot lately, like Auburn, Alabama. Of course, Kentucky's a great team. They beat uh, Florida – uh, one time out of the series this past weekend. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Tennessee started slow, and they're hot lately. It, so, and I mean, so really, South Carolina started hot, and it, like one of the best teams in the country, and now they've lost several series in a row. Like, because of that dynamic in this year's SEC tournament, you have some teams that are skidding as higher seeds and some teams that are hot at nine and eight that the number one seed draws. So I really like LSU's draw at the three seed. It's probably the best of the four teams that got a buy. Um, so I'm pretty pumped about our draw um, because I think you got the easiest route of the four teams. And guys, here's the reality. You know, you you know what's really awesome about this is if you are able to win your first game Wednesday. You get to pitch Paul Skeens and Ty Floyd the next two games. And if Paul Skeens and Ty Floyd do what they've been doing all like, well, if Paul Skeens does what Paul Skeens does all season long, there's a great chance LSU wins that game. If Ty Floyd does what he's been doing lately, which has been very consistently good, you position yourself to win that game very nicely. If Ty Floyd goes out and gives you seven, which he's been doing a lot lately, I like our chances. And if you win those two games, Paul Skeens, Ty Floyd, you put yourself in the championship game. And then another team has to go down to the loser's bracket, play another game, and then come out and play you. And so... We may be on our last leg in terms of pitchers because obviously we pitch Paul Skeens, we pitch Ty Floyd, and it's really it's been great for us lately. But then you turn the ball over to Javen Coleman, which Javen Coleman I think has been doing great lately. I'm not knocking Javen Coleman, but day three, Javen Coleman isn't hasn't been Paul Skeens or Ty Floyd, and you got to get in your bullpen probably the fourth inning with Javen kind of being on a pitching count and really. Your bullpen has blown it for you several games in a row in your third game. And so that's going to be the championship game. But the good news is the other team had to go through the loser's bracket, and they probably burnt a bunch of arms too. So it really benefits LSU that the draw they have gotten because it positions themselves, in my opinion, to be the most successful team until the championship game. So I'm pretty excited about this SEC tournament. We'll see how it plays out. Um, I'm going to get to a few of your comments here. But, man, I I really like our draw in Hoover. I'm I'm pretty excited about this tournament. Um, Let's see, Doug, when your coach isn't throwing games, it's crazy what you can do. (laughs) Man, right. 
Right. I mean, man, as soon as they fire the dude, they freaking beat Vanderbilt. I mean, it's crazy. And they're hot. Yeah, kind of nuts. Uh, D- uh, Doug also says Zach has that Christian lip. Wow. Doug, I was thinking that earlier, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Y'all are wrong. Y'all are wrong. Um, Ryan says, so Heard may not start until the championship game. Uh, I don't know. Again, look, Heard has been comfortable in his position. He has found a role, and he's been comfortable in it, and he's been successful. At this point, I think you need to do with this staff what makes them successful, right? Um, So probably keep him in his role. Go to Javen Coleman. See if he can get you four complete innings and then figure out the rest of the championship game. And and look, listen to me. This is like perfect scenario. This is like the best scenario possible if it plays out that way. Because look, I mean, let's say money goes out there. Let's say money goes out there Wednesday and just has a really bad day. Then you got to get into your bullpen. Bullpen does what it's been doing, which has been not the best. And let's say you lose to South Carolina day one. Well, now you got to go to the loser's bracket. And that's really going to hurt LSU. So what I was talking about was like perfect scenario. Um, You know, then you got to pitch Paul Skeens in an absolute must-win game in the loser's bracket, and the same with Floyd. And then you got to get yourself into the championship. I mean, it's just if you lose a game in Hoover for LSU, it's going to be very hard. Um, pitching wise, it's going to be very hard to come out of the loser's bracket and win the championship. Uh, Doug says, I'll say it again. I bet Hurd starts Wednesday morning. We'll see. I, I mean, I would not be upset with that, Doug. Um, I, I'm just based on what I have gathered and what I've seen this past weekend and over. The past few weekends, I'm guessing money, but if it is heard, I'm not going to be upset if that makes any sense. Like, I'm not, like, if it's heard, I'm good with it. I'm rocking with it. Um, Let's see. Arkansas going to pitch Hagen Smith again. I want another crack at him. (sighs) Man, Robert. Hagen Smith is a really freaking good left handed pitcher. Uh, I, I don't buy into the whole um, we can't hit left-handed pitchers things because I think that's been a mute issue for a while now. It, I mean, ever since we faced Hunter Holland and Hagen Smith in that game against Arkansas, that whole left-handed pitcher thing hasn't been really discussed since then because it just hasn't been true. It's not true. Uh, but, man, Hagen Smith is solid. I would love to get a crack at him and, you know, be the team that breaks loose on him, but man, he has been solid all year long. Um, Ryan here says, I don't really care if they make a deep run. Yeah, it, it really the SEC tournament does not matter. Genuinely, it, it doesn't. If you go, uh, you know, if you go two and out, maybe you drop one seed nationally. But guys, if LSU loses two and they're gone in Hoover, they're still a national seed. I mean, really. Uh, in all reality, I don't think we're going 0 for 2 because we got this guy named Paul Skeens, SEC Pitcher of the Year. Um, If you win one in Hoover, I think you stay exactly where you're at. Like, I, I don't think it affects anything. If you go out there and let's say you win the first game, and then Paul Skeen pitches and you win your second game, like you could lose the next two and it would not affect you in any way, seeding wise at all. Um, I think people too, people, fans put too much stock uh, into these tournaments. And I don't think the people who actually matter, you know, the ones making the choices of the national seeds, I don't think they put that much stock into it as people think. Like, because really they don't matter. What matters is what you did in a huge span of your regular season. What did you do in your conference play? And we play in the SEC, and LSU won 19 games in the conference. And you're as of right now, you're sitting at number three in the RPI. 
Like, I, I think if you go 0 for 2, you're still a top four seed nationally. Like, seriously. Your resume is that good. Um, by the way, I wanted to point this out. LSU wins 42 games in the regular season. That is the most regular season games they have won since 2015. In 2015, they won 46. Yeah, this team did even better in the regular season than the 2017 team. So we're watching a really good team. So enjoy the postseason. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm not saying they're winning the national championship because it's gonna be really hard with our bullpen and the pitching injuries that we've faced. Like we were set at the beginning of the season, we were poised to. I mean, there was a reason we were number one in every poll in everything. I mean, when you're coming in and you got Grant Taylor, Paul Skeens, Ty Floyd, Thatcher Hurd, Christian Little. You know, you added Tommy White and also the number one recruiting class in the country uh, with your freshmen. And you got guys like Jaden Newt and Chase Shores who could throw 100 miles an hour coming in. Yeah, like there's a reason why. Um, but you had some injuries and it's not the same anymore. <coughs> and obviously Little and Hurd haven't been exactly what you expect them to be. But this team is really special. And it's been a really, really good season. So. All right, um, get to a few more comments, and then we're going to wrap this up. Um, I don't think – let's see, Tyler says, I don't think Heard Starts Wednesday, he threw 75 pitches, so basically a start. That's, I mean, that's true. He threw a lot of pitches. Um, Robert says, I don't see us dropping past five national seed no matter what. I have to agree, Robert. I, I don't even know if we drop past the four. I don't even know if that happens. Uh, the format needs to be changed. Nobody has the arms to be top-of-the-line competitive. Mm, I really like I really like the setup. I'm not going to lie, Doug. I mean, that may be true <coughs> in terms of the arms. You know, it's just a whole lot. Um, but I like the setup. I really like it, honestly. Um, Zach is in here. The internet is not undefeated. <laughs> Zach's having a hard time with the internet, y'all. I'm telling y'all. All right, last comment here. I'm feeling better now that Ty Floyd stacked some good outings together for a run in the postseason. Ryan, I, I got to agree. Um, that, that's been one of the biggest things and the most positive things uh, uh, so far. Um, it, you know, in the latter part of the regular season, is seeing Ty Floyd begin to be really consistent. Um, it's really going to help. Uh, come postseason. So I'm very excited. Look, guys, we start uh, SEC tournament starts tomorrow. Uh, we'll see who uh, uh, we will face. Georgia and um, uh, South Carolina will face off tomorrow. We'll see who we draw. Um, our game will be the early game, 9.30 a.m. Early game, Wednesday morning. We'll see who we face. Man, it's a great week. I love SEC Tournament Week. I love Hoover. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. Let's go out there and win an SEC Tournament. How about that? All right, guys, I'm going to hit one more quick break. We'll come back and we'll wrap the show up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys, right back here to wrap it up. Appreciate all you guys interacting. I mean, y'all been really great tonight. Lots of comments, lots of interaction. Really appreciate it. Um, it's postseason baseball time. It's going to be really exciting. Really looking forward to it. Um, We'll be back. Um, well, hopefully Zach will be back. <laughs> we'll be back this weekend uh, or this Friday to discuss what has been happening in the SEC tournament, uh, maybe how LSU has fared so far, and maybe look ahead to Sunday uh, in terms of seeding uh, for uh, regionals and super regionals with LSU, depending on how Hoover is playing out. And we'll be here in the Tigers Avenue to discuss all of that. Appreciate you guys getting in here. It's been a great show. Sorry, Zach's internet, I mean, crapped out the whole game. I know I can see y'all giving him, 
giving him heck about it. Um, Zach says he's suing Xfinity. I, I think you should do that, Zach. I mean, why not collect the bag while you're at it? I mean, we got a show to run here. This is unexcusable. All right? All right. Maybe we can get him back in here um, for the next show. Appreciate all you guys. Y'all have a great uh, night. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. Who that, 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 who that,